Welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Chan Renee, and I'm really excited for this one because if you guys remember from actually around this time this year, because it is Autism Awareness Month, I had Tori Ridgeway on, who does have autism himself, and we were talking about, you know, his process and, you know, how he's used, you know, his autism to, you know, get in places and, like, have people see him as more as a person and, you know, really get people to know him a little better. But today... <laughs> I have his mom, Vanessa Ridgeway, and you guys, I will tell you that she's probably one of the most remarkable women that I know next to my own mom. And so she's just someone who uses her time here on earth to up really uplift others, especially those who have autism like her son. Um, I just wanted to bring her on here to share her story and Tori's and what she's doing to uplift everyone else. So welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much, Sydney. Thank Absolutely. you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on absolutely so I want to I want you to brag about yourself a little bit because I do want to get into like everything that you do and you know I've read her bio millions of times you guys but why don't you brag about yourself a little bit (laughs) um I am of course the mom of Tori Ridgeway Tori is now a freshman in college um Tori was diagnosed with autism at the age of four um, at that time, I, I was a, a professional in the legal industry, and um, I found it necessary to retire to care for Tori and to um, have his needs met. So I have devoted the past almost two decades, well, no, decade and a half, to um, mm-hmm. to learning everything that I could to help Tori and to, to also help others um, with autism uh, and change some things systemically and as a community as well, not change, but, but bring awareness to, to the community because autism is an invisible disability. And mm-hmm. sometimes it can be very difficult for, for uh, young adults or, or persons like Tori who, whose disability aren't like obvious. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know, brag about myself. I would just say that, you know, I am in a point in my life where I am turning my pain into purpose. And I have always turned my pain into to purpose. And, and I, it is my, it is my goal to, to help any and everyone along mm-hmm. their journey. And also to raise awareness to those who do not have autism, but 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 should know about how to be a friend and, and how to support those persons in our community. Um, mm-hmm. So um, that's what I do. Yeah, and you know, I think a lot of people do that. You know, turning their pain into a purpose because because of people like you, we have these like outstanding stories about how they turn their work into something that others can appreciate and, you know, bringing awareness to something like autism. And, you know, for those of my listeners that uh, may not know as much about it, why don't you like share about what autism spectrum disorder is, you know, how, how maybe it can occur, maybe some signs of it. Sure. Um, so autism is, is a, a neurological development disorder and, and it, and, and it affects, uh, the way our kids learn, communicate, um, it also can, uh, uh, you can notice it through their behaviors. Um, what we say in our community is if you meet one person with autism, you meet one person with autism, right? So they're, they're mm-hmm. all unique 
in their own way, just like we are, right? right. So we, um, but there are signs that I saw when Tori was young that that made me question, um, like, is there something going on? And, mm-hmm. and some of those signs I'd like to share is uh, he was in daycare and instead of playing with the kids, he played alongside the kids. Um, mm-hmm. And they call that parallel play. Um, he wouldn't communicate with the children, but he wouldn't disrupt them either. He would just be in his own world. Um, mm-hmm. And when he he liked to play and and, and look at um, toys with wheels, and he would line them up in a perfectly straight line, and he would roll them and, and lay and look at them for like extended amounts of time. Mm-hmm. Um, he also um, had expressive. Uh, receptive and expressive delays. And when I say that, I mean, um, if I asked Tori, uh, if I had a bunch of colors on the refrigerator and asked him what colors they were, he could he could tell me. Tori mm-hmm. knew his alphabet at the age of two. Um, however, wow. if Tori came home from daycare and I said, how was your day? He would repeat, how was your day? He didn't have the language or the ability to understand how to formulate uh, answers to questions and how to have a back and forth uh, conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some of the other things are rigidity, um, uh, change of, of routine, children with autism like the same thing, the same time, the same every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Um, they like consistency and, and change really disrupts them Um, another thing is our kids get overstimulated with sounds, lights, sirens, um, noises in classrooms. So, you know, when Tori was younger, um, as a part of his individualized education plan, I would ask them to give him advance notice when there's a fire drill, because it Mm -hmm. would cause him to, to become like overstimulated and, and it it looks different, you know? Mm Yeah. So those are some of the those are some of the signs of and you know, like the most significant signs that that one would um, I, I would encourage a parent or a, a loved one to really look into whether it's you know developmental delay. It doesn't necessarily have to be autism, but yeah, um, those are some of the signs that um, presented themselves with Tori. Mm-hmm. And you know, thank you for shedding some light on that because. Like you said, it, it's very different amongst, you know, many people that have autism. Some people, you know, like things very organized. Some people, you know, they don't really communicate as much. And some people, you know, like how Tori was when he was younger are very to themselves and kind of do their own thing. And, you know, I think noticing those signs will help us to understand them better, especially early on. It can help us to understand how they work and how we can support them in the way that they want to be supported. Yeah. And so I also am curious about what do you what do you think are some of the misconceptions about autism that people usually think about? You know, um, I hate to put like labels on things and say how some people might think that autism makes someone weird or makes someone, you know, obviously different from everyone else. Cause like you said, it is kind of like an invisible disability and that most people, if you like look at someone across the street, your first notice, is it going to be, oh, that person has autism, you know? Um, So I'm curious to know, like, what do you think are the misconceptions surrounded by that? And we, when me and Tori had this conversation last year, you know, we talked about, you know, his process and, you know, like what he thought that was as well. So I'm curious on your take. 
The biggest misconception that I see is that um, our children with autism's autism are a lot of our children are are able and 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 they are deemed disabled. Definitely, and th- which is crazy to say because Tori is one of those brilliant like young men I've ever met in my life. Exactly. So, so you know they're you know, some, some children with autism. And if we talk about Tori, they, they are, you know, extremely smart. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's a shock to people because, you know, the word disability, you know, it tends to be like a stigma now. And, and that's, that's one of the goals that, that I, um, aspire to to just continue to dispel, uh, you know, from to the community. Like our children are so able to do so many things that that society, you know, writes them off. And when I was um, young in this journey, I learned this one thing that I carry with me, and I, I and I have always told myself that Tori would never do. And it's like some of the the F's: food, fold, and filth and flowers you know mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of the kids if if you look a lot of the contracts um for persons with disabilities that's what they're doing you know um mm-hmm. I, i'm so happy to see that now in our i'm, I'm a my husband's a veteran so we uh, mm-hmm. i shop at the commissary that persons with disabilities are now being trained to work in the grocery store and, and do meaningful jobs and, and, you know, jobs that give them that, that are not, you know, service related in those, those F's that, that I so yeah <laughs> I fight so hard against, you know, mm-hmm. um, that, that is a misconception that, that they are, are not able to do so many things. Yeah. And, you know, because I think because of that. And it's, I don't even think it's like just autism. Like it comes with a lot of other people with disabilities. Like they're like, oh, just because this person, you know, things are acts a little, little differently than I do, they won't be able to handle the same like skill level kind of things. And so, which is like a backhanded, you know, thing to say, because, yeah. you know, I think everyone ha- is capable to do something until like they can say themselves that they're not. And that right. if they don't want to do this, then they should be able to communicate that themselves. And so I think that when we give them that kind of support, it opens a lot of doors for them. Yeah. And, you know, I think you're doing a very good job with that, but I'm also curious to know, like, if you had a team around you to help uplift Tori and everything that he does. So I'm so glad you asked that question because I, I am one of many parents who um, are caring for, for, for the our loved ones. And it is so extremely important for all of us to know that we are not in this alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I have always had a team around me. I have always um, joined parent groups. I'm still a part of many parent groups. I am still surrounded by people who help me advocate for Tori and even you know, as I sit here, I am in constant communication with an um, executive functioning coach that I, that helps Tori now that he's a college student, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, yes, I cannot emphasize enough for parents to really understand that there's so many of us out here who are, who have been through it, going through it, and, and we mm-hmm. are at 
all different stages of our children's lives and um, surround yourself because listen, we are the ones that understand one another. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We are our own tribe. We can tell each other things that our children did that that neurotypical families don't understand. But Mm -hmm. when we get together, it is just one big session of, you know, everything is open. It's a safe, Mm -hmm. safe, safe space. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sure it definitely feels like a breath of fresh air because, you know, it's kind of like, oh, these people understand and you guys are able to have like a constructive conversation about it. And, you know, I'm really glad that you do have that support because, you know, yes. people are like, oh, your son, you know, has autism. And it's kind of like, well, I don't really know how to support you. So they just kind of sit on the sidelines while you kind of go through something by yourself. But, you know, having like that extra support system. I think yeah. is necessary and, you know, and wanting to help people like Tori. So I'm really glad you, that you had that, you know, you. support system yeah. around you. And, and that's, you know, that's why I'm here, you know, to support parents as well. Like I don't have it made, Tori's a freshman, but I'm entering another phase. So there's parents who have been where I am that are helping me now. So it's Definitely. Yes, it is. But thank you so much for joining me thus far. And we'll be right back after this break. Greetings. This is Dr. Essie McCoy, your podcast host of Dr. Essie Speaks Education. I am elated to bring you a weekly show where I discuss everything about education. That's right. What you want to know, what you don't know, and what you need to know will be aired each Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Get ready, mark your calendar, and tune in to this show as we keep the pulse on education from an award-winning educator. Remember, once again, to tune in every Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Hey, this is Cindy Cherlinone, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that will be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that will talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Welcome back, everyone. Again, I'm here with Vanessa Ridgeway, the mother of Tori Ridgeway, and we're talking about her experience, you know, raising Tori, who is now a freshman in college with autism, and just how she's able to have an amazing support system and everything that she's gone through since then. So let's get back into it. So you have partnered with the Andrews Air Force Base's Exceptional Family Members Program to help ensure the military families and members of special needs are considered during their assessment, excuse me, assignment coordination process. So tell us how you're advocating for those families. We kind of went uh, through that in the last part, but I wanted to go a little deeper about how you're advocating for them and how other family members can contact and utilize your services. Okay, so I am, um, I'm a, a parent a parent advocate. Um, I'm with parent support. So what we have is a parent support system um, Andrews Air Force Base has an exceptional family members program where, where they place the families. But once the families are placed, I am acting as a parent coach to help mm-hmm. them navigate 
their school system, um, the IEP process, which is an individualized education uh, program process, and how we do things in our state. So, um, you know, persons get, get uh, transferred to Maryland and, and the rules are different here than they are where they came from. So mm-hmm. I am in place and, and just excited about helping them navigate their way through the, the education system here in Maryland, the different counties, the, some of the schools that may have, may have a better reputation than others, or, you know, and a lot of the support systems that they can have here in Maryland that they can attach themselves to in addition to exceptional family members program. So that's the position that, um, that I have with, and it's, it's a volunteer position. Um, mm-hmm that I so freely give of my time. And I'm so excited to meet so many people and just see their kids just come in and, and them just settle into to yeah. our state and yeah. our school systems. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I bet they feel the same way. They're like, oh, I'm in like this comfortable space with the amazing Vanessa Ridgeway because who wouldn't, you know? Oh, and so, <laughs> you know, I really think it's that so you're, cre- <laughs> I think that you created, you know, a nice, safe environment for them because, you know, uh, you like to talk about equity and inclusion. So you want to let them know that, hey, I've been in the same position and I know how to navigate this for you and make this the best, you know, experience for you and your child. So I think that a lot of people are very appreciative of that. And yeah. so I think obviously you're doing a great job with it. So <laughs> I'm just, I think that they're really appreciative, like everything that you do and, you know, advocating for them, I think is really helping. Yeah. And to me, it's like really simple. It seems like really simple things, but, and, and, and I want to give an example. There was a father on the line and sometimes, and I'm, I, I think this is very important. I think father's try to find their place in, in helping, helping children. And, and yeah. I told the father one day, I said, listen, you don't need to know what's going on. Just be there and pretend to know because mm-hmm. they don't know that you don't know. And um, it was so great that he came back the next month and said, I did that. And it felt so great. And they really thought I knew what I was doing. So, you know, it's just the, the smallest things can, can, the smallest bits of advice can mm-hmm. go so far, you know, yeah. Yeah. you never really know. And that's the most rewarding feeling in the world to, to just tell mm-hmm. a person, you don't need to know, just sit down and act like, you mm-hmm. know, you're right. Right. You know, and so. you never know, like what like can stick with people. And so like everything that you say, like, you know, like, and then they come back later, like, like just like what you just said, like I tried that and yeah. it worked out great. And it's like this new technique I can use when approaching yeah. when I'm doing things with my kids. Yeah, because we are all, when we start this process, we are all so terrified, right? Because we have this child or this loved one and we yeah. have this huge responsibility to like, have like safety blanket around every, them. There's so yeah. much that we need to know and, mm-hmm. and we often get overwhelmed, you know? And it, it's it's sometimes, you know, you need that, that person to just like, guess what? You're going to be just fine try Mm -hmm. this and and those small accomplishments just build on on each other so I just love to you know spend my time and and watch parents grow and and grow Mm -hmm. into themselves grow into their confidence it's the best feeling in the world I'm glad that you have that opportunity to help (laughs) them out with that I am too Mm -hmm. and you touched on you know being overwhelmed and as I am a really big mental health advocate Let's go into how do you take care of yourself, you know, when you're taking care of everyone else, your mom, a caretaker, a wife, a friend, you're helping all these other families with their issues. And so 
Mm-hmm. How are you taking care of yourself when you are everyone else's co-mom? <laughs> well, first and foremost, I have my own therapist and I use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people need those. Because, you know, I have to keep myself healthy, you know, mm-hmm. mentally. And I'm an avid exerciser. I exercise like consistently, probably maybe six times a week on a good week. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have just... Uh, few years ago taking up cycling and I absolutely love it you know um mm-hmm. that's how I take care of myself I, I you know yeah I take vacations yeah <laughs> I think that's one you of know, the major and, and I things. do a lot of meditating I meditate and mm-hmm. you know, but I have learned over the years that I have to put myself first my mental health first um because it it this is truly a journey and, and like, as I sit here with you right now, I am in the middle of the biggest crisis ever. Um, the last time we talked, we were in Florida. Mm-hmm. If you remember, I am now in Florida um, because I got the, the call that us parents, we don't want any parent, right? My son took ill and, and he came down with an illness that could have taken his life. I mean, mm-hmm. could have, it was a... Um, a bacterial infection that it, it could have, it could have killed him. Yeah. You know? So um, what am I doing while I'm here? Well, I'm doing everything, but before I do everything, I'm getting up in the morning and I'm eating a healthy breakfast, you know, mm-hmm. before I start the day, I'm meditating, you know, before I can take care of him and, and, and oversee his care, I have to take care of me. I can't be mm-hmm. hungry making critical decisions, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> I can't do that on an empty stomach. And it took me a minute to realize that because I'm like, okay, I'm going to do one thing and eat and I'm going to do another thing. And then I'll eat. It's no, mm-hmm. it's, it's not like that anymore. It's me first. It's just like they say in the airplane, put, put your mask on first and put your, your loved ones on second. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, I think that's always like one of the number ones here, one, number one things that I hear about, you know, mental health, like putting yourself first, making sure that you are good before you go to everyone else. Cause you cannot be of use if you know, you're falling apart the seams and you're trying to help someone else with this, but you don't even have your own world together. So I'm really glad that you are advocating for yourself in that way. And just being like, okay, before I make this like difficult decision, I'm going to make sure that all my ducks are in order and then I'll get back to you, you know? And um, I I think my God sister had that same bacterial uh, illness a couple of years ago. So I know it is no joke. Sepsis. It's called Mm -hmm. sepsis. Yeah. And it was misdiagnosed and Mm -hmm. wow. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, I'm I'm sure it's like terrifying, you know, getting that call that, like you said, no parent wants to receive. And, you know, here you are back in Florida, you know, supporting me, you know, I think that mom of the year award definitely goes to you for that. <laughs> and, you know, I think obviously I'm always praying for Tori and things like that. Yeah. I'm sure everything will be turning out. Oh right. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. We are a family of great faith and you know, that, you know, Absolutely. our, our faith is a part of our network as well. You know, mm-hmm. they, they really are. It really is. Yeah. I'm like honestly extremely inspired by the work by you, that you do and like and fascinated about you know how you're able to help people so efficiently and with so much care um but I would like to know what is the impact that you want to have on the world you know there, there's a song um in Beyonce it's by Beyonce and it's called I was here 
And in the lyrics, he. <laughs> that is my song. And that, mm-hmm. is, that is my mantra. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want my life to have meaning. I want, you know, at, at the end of the day, I, I want to feel and know that, you know, my existence, you know, on this earth was a benefit, you know, to to people, whether it, mm-hmm. you know, I always want to just extend, you know, whatever bit of happiness I can to the next person, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, much is given, much is expected, but it's not even a feeling of, um, I don't feel like it's a duty. Right. Yeah. And that's like the best feeling, you know? So Mm -hmm. I want, I, you know, that's what I want. I want to know at the end of the day, I was here and I touched a life. I made a difference in somebody's life, mm-hmm. right? And, and because of me and, and because of the transparency that, that I have with my, myself and, and with Tori and our journey, I want to encourage, uplift, and support as many people as I can while I'm mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And, you know, I think the world needs a lot more people like you. There have been many instances that I can share about how, you know, I was having like a terrible, terrible day and someone just like sat me down and they were like, how are you doing? Let's talk. And it was the most like, oh my God, I have someone to talk to that actually cares about how I feel. And, you know, they're spending this time with me to make sure that I am okay. And I definitely see you as that kind of person, you know, making sure that everyone else is good in their own ways and that they're, you know, they feel supported because, you know, nothing feels worse when, you know, you're like, you're doing all this work and it feels like everyone is just kind of behind you and no one is ready to, you know, like catch you when you fall. And, you know, like you said, you have a great big support system, which I'm really happy that you have. And so I think that that's a really good way to look at the world and that how you want to impact people in that way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yeah. I do. Um, and one more thing before you get into my rapid fire segment, um, <laughs> what do you, um, what do you, what do you have going next for you? You know, I know that we're in the hospital right now. And so yes. we're getting through that first, of course, but after all of this, right. what, do you, what do you want to do next? Where's Where's the not let me live my <laughs> empty nest life. I'm really trying to live my best empty nester life. And this, this, this kid won't let me. <laughs> So right now I am in the process of, of starting um, a, a business called Different Not Less. And, and to start off, it's going to be, I'm going to continue to coach parents. Um, mm-hmm. My website is very new. And, you know, if, if Tori stops tugging at me, I, I can <laughs> get it up and running. But, you know, I'm always a mom first, you know, mm-hmm. and I know, you know, I'm trusting God's timing and, and I'm, I'm availing myself to moving when he tells me to move. But but I am I am so encouraged to continue coaching parents. But under my own umbrella, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm going to continue to support other parent groups, but I want my own, like, I want, I, I want to create a space, you know, and, and, and help parents and, and help them navigate this, you know, but under my own umbrella, I, I, I want to take my own torch and, and just start carrying it, you know, mm-hmm. still being a part of the community, but I just want you know, I want my own 
baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that's what's new to me. And, and there's a program that that Tori um, that I enrolled Tori in that I am um, being coached and it's called Unstuck and On Target. And it, it's it teaches children and, and it teaches skills um, for children. And it also teaches parents how to help their children when they get stuck um, because children with autism get stuck and they get rigid and they can't move. So it, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of coaching and, and, and techniques that are used to help our children move forward um, in their lives when, when they're stuck and, and teaches them to move out of that place of, you know, being stagnant to considering other options like plan A, plan B, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited to, to learn. And, and my, my word for this year is courage, you know, the courage to continue, you know, to say, this is what I want and the courage to just keep pressing forward, no matter how long it takes to build my own, um, build my own business and, and continue with my brand of giving back mm -hmm. my way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have my, I have my unique style, right? Mm -hmm, and right. that's why I want my, you know, my own umbrella, you know, different, not less dot net. It's up, you know, and yeah. um, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for, I'm sure all my listeners are as well, but I'm really glad that you, you know, you're taking full charge with your life and, you know, being like empty nest, I get to do what I want, you know? <laughs> and, uh, Obviously, like you said, you're always going to be caring for Tori and things like that. But I'm glad that you are ready to, you know, blossom in your own way and, you know, do right. things that you want to do. Right. And, and, and in particular, our, our children of color, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot that's disproportionate, you know, mm -hmm. in, in the system. And, and to help help parents who have children of color understand that they, too, can navigate and how they can navigate and how they can visualize when things need to to have more balance you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So um, that's very important because there's a lot of, a lot of disproportion in, in the system and, and yeah. I'm here to help fix it. <laughs> As you are. Or bring it to light. Or bring it to mm -hmm. light, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But before I let you go, I'm going to ask you three quick questions. So my listeners get to know you a little bit better for my okay. rapid fire question segment. Are you ready? <laughs> I guess. I don't know about you, Sydney. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, if anything, I need to hold back because I like to go in tangents, but here we go. So if you were to have any superpower in the world, what would it be and why? It would be to fly. <gasps> Twins, you are finally the first person to finally say fly. Okay, because I've always wanted to fly. Yeah. And everyone else is like, oh, teleportation. I'm like, you know. I fly. Yeah. Right, right. There's so many places I want to go and I don't I know. Have right. time. I'm so passionate about this. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. <laughs> Okay, what is one thing you cannot live without? Chocolate. <gasps> Twins again. Yeah. <laughs> I love chocolate. Yeah. Okay, one more. What what is a movie that you think everyone should see? Ooh, I'm not a big movie buff. Uh, can I do a book? Sure. Yeah, even better. Tuesdays with Maury is my favorite book ever. I think everyone needs to read that everyone in the world I used to give it away as gifts I used to give that book away because it teaches so much about life and, and how short life is and and what we can do while we're here things that mm -hmm. we just wouldn't ordinarily think of so yeah 
So. That's really great. I'm definitely going to get into that book right after this. So thank you for Absolutely. that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But thank you so much, Ms. Ridgeway, for joining thank me. Why you. don't you share with us before you go, how my listeners can reach out to you and follow you? Well, my email is vridgeway7 at gmail. And my website is differentnotless.net. Yes, ma'am. So thank you so much, Ms. Ridgeway, for joining me. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your day to spend time. I think that this was an amazing conversation about talking about autism and you know, breaking that barrier. So just thank you so much for spending your time here today. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I wish you the best. And I'm loving watching you grow. Thank you. That's so nice coming from you. (laughs) Well, thank you again, Ms. Ridgeway, for joining me. And thank you to my listeners. Please continue to educate yourselves and learn more about autism as it is Autism Awareness Month. And this is Perfect Timing.